Create with Front Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to Create with France, the podcast dedicated to helping you to design and craft the life that you've always dreamed of. And I'm your host, I'm Franz Sydney, and today we are diving into menopause and all the problems that come with it. And sometimes we think there is nothing and women get dismissed a lot. So I wanted to grab a seat and get ready to be really inspired today and embark on this journey into what menopause is. Well, the problems are that come to women when they embrace this new area between 40 and 50 and where everything is changing and and the moods can can become different and the face starts to fall, everything starts to sag and the woman becomes really moody and wow, what's going on? What's that? I didn't expect this because it doesn't happen to men and we get really annoyed. And uh, thank God there is HRT, uh, but a lot of women don't use that and they think it's not, it's not an option. But there are lots of emotional things that come with menopause. So, and with pre-menopause. And we'll be talking a lot about depression, but in this particular episode, let's talk about menopause. For this reason, I have today a very special guest. Again, it's Claudia Wenin that is coming to us. And she's a holistic health consultant, naturopath, and a functional medicine practitioner. And it's got, she's got also a PhD in natural medicine. So I don't know what you don't have, Claudia, you got it all, but welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Franz. So it's good to see you again. People will remember Claudia from the past episode. And I would like to know from you, what would you like to share? What are the symptoms? Because not everyone knows much more aside from hot flashes and bad moods. So what can possibly happen to a woman that is radiant and healthy and suddenly about 40 something, things start going as estrogen goes down. So what happens? Okay, so um, I work with clients, mostly women, and of course, every woman at some point will go through menopause. What really is the important thing to realize that menopause itself is not really the problem. It is getting used to these hormonal changes pre-menopause, what is also called perimenopause. And that can happen anytime in average after you turn 40. And yes, we have heard about irritability and hot flashes, and they are definitely a part of the equation. And they are very, very upsetting to some. However, we now have so many ways to work with that, that it doesn't have to be debilitating. And when we take a little time to kind of create a relationship with these symptoms that will arise, it's it's not a big hurdle anymore. It's like we can sail through perimenopause and menopause. And we will have an incredible, joyful and vital life after menopause. So there's no question about that. It's just a matter of knowing what to do. And I went through it and my life is great. So there's life after menopause. <laughs> it's good to know, I'm very yeah. glad. So let's say that you are a person living with a woman who is going through menopause. What is it we should expect to see it and that we shouldn't be scared about, but we should be supportive about? Well, I don't think there's anything to be scared about. Um, we do want to 
make space for change. Because change is coming and there are many physiological reasons for it because the production, the innate production of the body of various hormones changes. And it doesn't um, happen in a linear way, but it happens in a wave pattern. So sometimes there's more progesterone, sometimes there more, there's more estrogen. And these um, this wave pattern can create symptoms. However, now, this is the most important part. It's a natural fluctuation until the body settles in, in a state of being that is completely nourished by having less hormone production. Why less hormone production? Because at that state in a woman's life, the years of being fertile have come to an end. So the body very intelligently scales down hormone production. And actually, to be truthful to ourselves, as soon as we came fertile as a teenager, we have lived a wave pattern every 28 days. You know it, I know it, we all went through it. So this is not that new, it's just different. It feels different, it's a different expression. But the hormonal wave pattern has been an intrinsic part of our life ever since we had our first period, if you will. And we have managed it. We knew when we had to slow down a little bit. We knew when we felt really great. We knew when we had to say, okay, certain things I don't do today because I, I really don't feel up to it. I'll do them tomorrow. These are the tools we already have collected from early on to manage this wave-like pattern. So now that's not different. It's just that the waves are changing and we can actually apply all the techniques we have learned and that have served us so well. Slow down, take a break, take time out, maybe do something you think you have to do, do it tomorrow. Do certain things that allow and make space for this moment of transition inside your body. Does that make sense so far? Yes, it does. It's about accepting this new stage of life. And I remember reading years ago, it was like, oh, after 30, life is over. And then it became, oh, after 40. And now I hear the 50s are your lion roaring years because you finally don't have to be worried about this and that. And so there's a new understanding. I know I see people going, I mean, women going to the gym at 60 and 70, building up this fabulous bikini competition bodies. I'm like, well, if she can do that at 70, I can do that at 58. I think it's, it, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because, um, you know, being fertile and being able to bring children to the world, I partially understand as well as a just divine moment of creation. You know, we're co-creating with the divine, if you will, these beautiful little humans um, so I, I do think there's a lot of manifesting that's going on when we're fertile. So after menopause, the innate ability to create has not been taken away, but it then can be expressed in other ways. And that's why you're absolutely right. The 50s, these are the years where the lioness can roar. These are the years where you can 
implement changes in so many areas in your life. You can be creative in, in, in aspects you never had time or even interest for. You can completely open up a new page in your book of life, if you will. So I find that very encouraging. It actually has happened for me just like that. And it is an, an avenue that is available to each and every woman who's listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit more about this acceptance process. How, how does it work? In a woman's life, as I talked about the waves or the cycles, there are also um, times of, I want to call it initiation, a certain time of passage where you transition from one state of being a female to another. And these times of passages are essentially a gift of accessing certain elements within ourselves we didn't have the ability to access before. Um, you know, in, in ancient scriptures or in like old time fairy tales, we often encounter like the old wise woman. And this is always connected that old age and wisdom kind of are paired. Well, this is what we can look forward to. The rite of passage to become fertile and express your mothering energies to the fullest comes early in life. And then when we transition into menopause, it's the time of passage that a certain chapter has been concluded. And now there are these elements of deeper understanding, less um, doing, more being, less responding to what is expected of us, but more of deciding what we want to do, when we want to do it, how we see life, and incorporating all the wisdom with all these relationships we had before into a deeper understanding of life and therefore a deeper acceptance of all the different elements that have come our way. I do see menopause as a, as a time of passage with a very, very deep meaning. And like anything else, it's also like a learning curve and sometimes there are little bumps on the road, but there's this intrinsic faith, this knowing that we are going to a place we haven't gone before and it is just as beautiful, if not more, compared to everything else we already have experienced. It really is most visible in the relationships we have with others, that we now can redefine certain relationships and relate in ways we have not even given ourselves the time to explore it so that's all wonderful it's something to look forward to and once you actually are willing to see the excitement 
of the unknown that will unfold, no matter if you like it or not, well, why don't we just be open to it, right? Because it will make the passage so much easier. The other aspect, so in regards to symptoms and what to do with yes. them, the way I see it, we have certain habits, we have certain preference, how we go through life, how we treat ourselves, how we treat our body, how we nourish our body, what we eat, when, what, how much, all that. Now, we come to a point where all this actually deserves to be put under a magnifying glass. And that magnifying glass is actually the future version of you, the very wise older woman that says, let's look and see. Certain habits you have been doing for 20, maybe 30 years, are they still serving you now? Or can we make room for change? Taking better care of ourselves, looking at our diet, looking at, you know, alcohol use, uh, recreational drugs, um, stress levels we have taken on, but maybe we don't want to anymore. It's like, it's a very, very deep introspection of, well, yeah, I've been doing this for 20 years. Not that I really like it. And maybe it actually makes me more irritable now. Guess what? We have a choice. And and that all comes yeah. from like, you know, when I work with women. This is a great time to reevaluate which stressors we take on. Not because we really embrace them and we love them because we think we have to do certain things and it's really hard to slog through them. And now the body actually shows us, look, we're going through a time of transition. The external things have to be reevaluated. If there's something that can be reduced, it will help you to ride the wave into menopause, literally. Um, and I mentioned alcohol and that's actually very critical. Um, you may have a drink or two every night for the last 30 years and you will notice that in order to to help this transition to go smoothly you may have to reduce those and the advantage is you will feel so much better and that is empowerment you don't need to take any pharmaceuticals you just need to bring in less stressors into the body which is in a state of transition Yes. So many aspects to to consider and basically reevaluation because just because we've been doing something in the same way for 20 years that doesn't mean that it's possible now because we are becoming wiser but our cells are going through a natural process and that is unstoppable but what we can do is live in the healthiest possible way to avoid the extra toxins, the extra burden to the liver, to the lungs, etc. Live as healthily as you can so that the, the ghost of chronic disease, being disabled, deaf, blind and whatever, 
but goes to its, its fades a little bit more in the distance because we're not the cause of it. It's just more like a natural thing. And so I think we can really do that. I mean, I'm, I'm in quite a few forums with problems with alcohol, etc. And you see these amazing ladies and, you know, professionals and working and very busy. And they put the pictures of before and after when they stop the alcohol. And it just... They look 10, 20 years younger, just incredible. And so that's what it does to you. I mean, if you just watch Dr. Huberman and in Huberman Lab, there was a whole episode on alcohol and what it does to you. Even one drink is a poison to you, just a poison. So when we are young, we have a young liver. It's really good at filtering stuff. But as we drink um, alcohol, very unluckily, destroys the liver, you know, and destroys a lot more than that. And um, and because of that, what it does, it creates problems in the liver and little scars. And they have these very famous stellate cells, which are scars that have little tentacles like octopus, like an octopus. And these little cells that have grown with that, that scar tissue. And that scar tissue can cover the whole liver. And the scar tissue is solid, it cannot filter. So what your liver could do easily when you are 20, you cannot do when you're 40, let alone when you're 50 and 60. So that's why we need to really look back and say, okay, maybe I was able to do this stuff when I was younger, but now I have to look back and say, how healthy do I want to be? Because if I look at my grandparents and all the people in my other generations, I see people, they lead a different lifestyle compared to us. They are very active. But now you see people with Alzheimer, Parkinson, um, dementia, all sorts, very, very young because of the processed food and the sedentary lifestyle and etc. So we do want to kind of slam the brakes to say, hey, how do I want to live? Because we live longer and longer, but there's no point in having, you know, a longer life if you need a hip replacement, if you have this and <laughs> you can't replace everything, you know? So it's it's a great point here, and just acceptance that this is a process, is a natural process, it will happen. Everyone will age and die. That's part of life, life and death, wonderful. But we can slow down that. And I think always the case is not about putting fillers and doing surgery and pulling all the the skin with all the surgery so we look like madonna that you don't even know what we look like anymore that's not the point the point is that if you're younger inside because your cells are filled with positive thinking positive action and foods and water that are good for you and for your specific health i think that is like a massive change and also it allows you to uh, i think to draw some boundaries because in in a lot of cases when I was talking for example to the people who who drink a lot they stop but then we're partners and their dance partners in the nightclub and their friends they keep pushing for them to drink to smoke to get drunk and and they sink because they really want to stop so it's also I think one way to support a woman that's going for menopause is to allow her to do the exercise to do embrace this new diet that is more aware of her own capabilities and desires and let her if she decided she wants to go vegan or she wants to be carnivore or she wants just let her because she's now becoming wiser than she was before you know when we are 20 we do make mistakes <laughs> we might choose lifestyles that look all good and then you know they are 
probably quite distracted. So if it was like um, a tip or two that you wanted to give to a woman who is now going through menopause and she might be suffering from all sorts of stuff we haven't mentioned yet. Some is a bit physical, so they want to go through too much. But what would you suggest to do to tackle this head on with grace and still being able to enjoy life? What would be your first step? Okay, first of all, don't be afraid. And don't believe everything you see on the internet. Yes. <laughs> right? So there, there's nothing to be afraid of. As I said earlier, it's a time of passage from caring for others, for the little ones, who are now not so little anymore, to allowing ourselves to increase our self-awareness and being aware of what works for our body and what makes us feel at home in our body. And that is the road, traveling into self-awareness to actually come to a place of wisdom, of the golden age, if you will, when you get older. So don't be afraid of whatever they say, like you'll be uh, cranky forever, you'll get wrinkles, you'll dry up and, and your libido will go down. That is, if it happens, a sliver of a side effect. The important part is that we embrace the change we're going through. It is such an incredible reminder how we can have a better and deeper relationship with our body. Now that we also can look forward to the freedom of not having the monthly cycle anymore, we are actually, instead of being afraid, can look forward to walking into the sunset years, like peacefully. There is no... Um, drive that makes us have to adhere to a monthly rhythm it's it's truly freedom freedom that allows us to enjoy all the other aspects of us which we didn't have time to to explore and that's again i say that with complete conviction that's where a new creativity arises and you'll be surprised and I mean, just look around there. You probably know some women in their 50s. They are like living life to the fullest. They're full of vitality. Okay, they may not look like they looked when they're 20 years old, but why would they? They are not 20 years old anymore. There's certain demeanor and a certain expression to body in accordance with the age the body has gone through. And you probably also know women who say, well, I may have looked better in my 20s, but I was just crazy in my mind. I don't ever want to go back there, <laughs> right? Or, you know, any variation of that. So for practical suggestions, we want to make our body as clean a vessel as possible. So that doesn't only go like for foods that don't serve us, they may like have a toxic effect. That also means for other toxic elements in our lives. It may be people, things, environmental influences. It may be stresses at work we kind of have like put up with, but they need a second thought if there's something can be done about it. I do think <clears throat> that 
we really want to look at nutrition. Um, a lot of the food we eat is also habitually. Yeah, I like this for breakfast. I've added, ate it for breakfast for 20 years. It served me well. But what if it actually would be good to look at that also? How can we nourish ourselves optimally? How can we be our own mother, if you will? Because our time of mothering children has come to an end. There will be no more children once you're in menopause. Why don't we apply that caring, that motherly concern to ourselves? Like, I mean, we can even like be silly. Like, have you drunk enough water today? Have you been outside enough? Have you done your exercises? Have you made peace with your brother? I mean, this sounds like you could actually ask a child, right? Um, why don't we ask ourselves that? Have you done something for yourself today? The healthcare checklist. Yeah, right. Have you allowed yourself to go to bed at a time that actually serves you and not at a time you have um, developed habitually because there was always so much to do in the evening? How is the environment you sleep in? Would it be helpful for you to keep it cooler? Would it be helpful just to find equilibrium at night to take all the electronics out of your bedroom? Would it be helpful to maybe even like eat a few hours earlier before you go to bed. So there's a lot you can do just by looking at the habits you have to give your body the rest it deserves, the environment it deserves, and the nourishment it deserves to simply flow through this change rather than fight it. Yeah. Um, Fighting doesn't do anything other than huge aggravation. We know it's part of our life's story. And we can make that chapter of our life story just a beautiful, gentle um, turnaround into self-care. And actually also, I want to say self-compassion. Yes, there will be days you may want to kick a hole in the wall. But now you know why. There's actually nothing wrong with you. You may just go through hormonal fluctuation. Yes, there may day you just start crying because for no reason you can, you know, decipher. Give yourself some self-compassion. It is okay. At least I know I can feel emotions. There's nothing wrong with it. And allow it and it will pass. Um, Once we adopt that attitude, it actually can like uh, have that uh, playful flavor. Oh, I had another moment. And you will find out all the moments pass. And I personally, okay, okay, let's get personal. So I had a lot of hot flashes. And it also has to do with that some people accumulate estrogen junk dominance and some are made that way so we can look at external estrogen influences that we want to look at that if there's something we can reduce nevertheless hot flashes we all will experience them and it took me a little bit 
I really didn't like them at all. And then I said, well, I'm going to have this now, you know, maybe for a couple of years. I'm going to have to find some way to allow them to happen. And that, no joke, it switched everything for me. Because you never know when they're coming. I think it is just an incredible um, expression of the body. You never know when they're coming. They come so quick. They're so intense. And then poof, they go. And I'm just mesmerized at what the body is capable of doing. Um, it is doing nothing else than discharging extra energy. Mm. It's a discharge. We are letting go. The body says, let's just disperse this because it's too much. It will create more tension. It may then make me emotionally like unbearable, right? So once I embrace hot flash, okay, we just had to literally let off steam. Mm -hmm. It was like a huge change for me. Yeah, it's perspective is everything. I realized we are like past the time, so I have to kind of cut here. But it was just okay. so good to learn about this natural process that we have. That we go through. If you are a woman, you will go through that. And, um, you know, it's part of life. And I always liked older women and, and very old women. I love them. Even when they are full of wrinkles, it just... So fascinating, the wisdom, the charm, the humor, and they're so loving. And I mean, there are some really miserable ones, but they're like 1%. Most women are just so funny. Once they get to the age, they don't care anymore. We're just going to tell you as it is. <laughs> just incredible. And they're so loving and understanding. And the wisdom is worth, you know, they could write books, literally books about all the stuff they've been through. So it's been great to talk about it and, and talking about how to accept with grace what is a, a natural process that can be improved with many interventions, you know, normal dietary, lifestyle, exercise-based, mindfulness intervention, maybe journaling and whatever. So, so it doesn't look so scary, but literally seeing these episodes as the expression of just entering and living through a different phase of our life. And so nothing scary and just we just keep up and um, keep doing what we love doing, maybe in a different way, because that's how our body wants it to be. But we can find peace. I like the, the word that you put there all the time, peace. We can be peaceful about it because, you know, a, a man with silver hair who is 15, 60, apparently is a very, like George Clooney, you know, uh, he was gray when he was 35, 14. A man is very successful at the age. And why women are trying not to look gray, not to look older because men who are older look so fashionable and good and, and women can also look at it it's a lot about mindset so let's accept it and thank you so much claudia for being in my um, podcast for the second time who knows maybe we can think about that <laughs> thank you very much for having me francine thank you it's always great to talk to you it's always good and you know one day these episodes will be airing to hundreds of thousands of people as we grow in our numbers and so you will be looking back and that was one of the first 170 something uh -huh. <laughs>
the million people viewing it, you know, we're almost there with a diary of VC or almost there. Just kidding. So uh, we're just gonna wrap it all up. So I hope that you felt all inspired to take actionable steps towards creating the life that you desire. Remember that every small action counts. Everything that we do is important. So until next time, let's stay all motivated, stay creative and keep working towards your own dreams. So this was Franz signing off from um, Create with Franz. Take care everyone, bye-bye. You've listened to Create. Front Sydney.